Reading gives us some place to go when we have to stay where we are. Mason Cooley. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee S's. For our second episode in May, we are continuing our path in our exploration of the psychology of readers. And this time, we're going to go into one of the main reasons why people read, and that is escapism. I feel like a lot of our listeners, and honestly, a lot of the world who is emerging from quarantine around the time that this episode comes out, can relate to that opener quote of, Reading allows us to explore somewhere else when we can't possibly go there. That is one of the reasons why I have always loved fiction. I love being able to spend a few hours in a fictional world with magic and pretend for just a little while that I can do those things too. So why is it that you read? First and foremost, I read to be entertained. A lot of my reading comes down to being distracted from the real world. If my reading was exactly like my day job, I wouldn't want to spend my time doing that. It's like having a dream where all you're doing is clocking in, dealing with retail customers, and then clocking out. You wake up exhausted, feeling like you just got off of a shift when you were supposed to be resting up. So we spend what time we can escaping from that reality, escaping from that world, to be entertained. Other people read to feel understood and to understand. I feel like Sanderson does a good job of this where he addresses mental health issues with different characters. This character with this issue can still be the hero. And therefore, if you don't have that issue, then you can still see people with that issue as a hero. And if you do have that issue, you realize that you yourself can become a hero. This isn't going to limit you because it didn't limit this character. Another reason people read is to study, to study language, to study story, to study history. That's one reason why nonfiction is very popular, because people want to learn more about the world around them to discover, to learn. For those who aren't really into the fantasy thing, they still want to escape somewhere. And maybe that's into a really gruesome story about murders. I have no intention of becoming a serial killer, but I do find myself fascinated by the mentality of what justifies this in a person's head. What makes this person tick? Not that I want to be, but stories help me understand the other whatever that other may be. Those are some of the reasons why people are drawn to reading, why so many people are drawn to fiction especially. It's that fantasy, even though we know that some of those things that happen in those magic books will never happen, we can pretend for a little while. We can visualize it and picture ourselves up there flying around with the rest of the Windrunners. As readers, we want some things to feel real. Those intimate moments where the character recognizes that they're falling in love. Something we can connect with. But we also want something to escape. Something to be bigger than what's going on. Something that helps us both relate to the characters and feel like that person is some part of ourselves in something fantastic. 
So as authors, we need to be finding that balance between what readers want to be realistic within a story and what they want to be escapist in a story. Where is that line? Where is that border? And I can tell you in short that the realistic things need to be human and character driven. The emotions, the feelings, the desires, those are the things that should be realistic because those are the things that your readers will connect with, that they will understand and be able to use to put themselves in the story. And the things that people want to escape with, escape to, will be the location, will be the world. They want to be able to imagine themselves going through the wardrobe into Narnia. These magical things, these trials that your character goes through, even if it's just solving a murder, as a reader, even though you have no emotional investment in the victim, you want to solve the murder. You want to be engaged because of your personal aspects. This is funny to me, and we'll get into a little bit more with the genres later, but if we want to escape our world, why do so many of us escape to terrible worlds? Because we want to be the hero. We want to feel like we're making a difference, that we're making something better because of our presence. Because if I can fight alongside Katniss Everdeen and take down President Snow and take down all of that corruption, maybe that small trial that I'm actually facing in my real life won't seem that bad. It won't seem that hard. Because in my mind, I just took down an entire government. Back to the question at hand, what is realistic? What is fanciful? It comes down to your internal and your external struggle. So your internal struggle, that self-worth, that lie that your character believes about themselves, that's realistic. The external struggle, the trying to escape the deal with the devil that you just made, that's as fanciful and outlandish as you want to make it. I think about the last book that turned into a spite read for me. One of those books that I started because everybody's like, oh, it's so good. And I read it and I hated it within the first chapter. Honestly, it was the first chapter and I despised it because that internal struggle was absolutely unrelatable. The actual external struggle, the thing that she was fighting for in the book, okay, yeah, that was actually pretty cool. The, the setting was pretty interesting, but I hated the characters so much that it turned into a spite read for me. When we get frustrated at heroes, especially those Mary Sues and Gary Stews, again, that's a failure of the internal struggle being realistic. Just for a moment, I want you to think about the top three books you've read in the last year, your top three favorites. Why did you like them? What made them so enjoyable? Those are great examples of this idea of what readers are looking for, something relatable in the characters but something to escape to in the world. So let's start breaking down this idea in the different genres. For a romance book, people are going to romance books because they're looking for the relationship that they wish they had. Even if it's just temporary, which is why a lot of the villain romance things are out there, they don't actually want an abusive husband, but they want to escape to that kind of allure and desire and romance. That strong passion that a lot of people just don't really get in actual life. In YA, especially with dystopian genres, 
it's that special and unique person that we wish we could be, that main character who is the chosen one. That's what we're escaping to become, is that chosen one who gets to take down an entire corrupt government. In action, it's somewhat similar because it's about the hero that we wish we could be. We wish we could have all of these black belts in a thousand different martial arts and be trained with a thousand different kinds of weapons. We wish we could have the fortitude to go through the entire list of people who screwed over my unit in the military. That hero that we wish we could be is very action. And my favorite fantasy, it's the world. I escape to the world, the magic, the excitement, and the uniqueness of going to a place where you can control things with your mind and just move your hand and something flies across the room. Those are the things that I love going to escape to because I've always dreamed of having magic. I don't know about you. Those force powers for me, but yes. (laughs) That's magic. Yeah. You cannot convince me otherwise. Star Wars is a fantasy. Space opera. Which is a fantasy. (laughs) As compared to Star Trek, which is a sci-fi and is about exploration. And I feel like a lot of sci-fi leans into the adventure and exploration that people want to have in life. To go where no man has gone before. To find new things, explore things that are on the reaches of human understanding. That's why we go to sci-fi. Another genre that a lot of people escape to is the heist. That thrill-seeking of being that master criminal that can go in. I mean, who hasn't wished they could be in Ocean's Eleven? I feel like a lot of murder mysteries also fall into this category of how would I solve the murder? And of course, there's the fairy tales, the Disney stories, the princesses. It's that desired person that we wish we could be. I always wanted to be Belle growing up, partially for the library, (laughs) mostly for the library. (laughs) But it was that getting to wear the big ball gowns and dress up and be a princess for a while. And even if Gaston was the villain, still having everyone look to her and say she's desirable. She's somebody special. As the author, the reason why we're talking about this is so you can understand what it is that draws the readers into your genre. Once you know that, you can lean into it. If you're writing fantasy, lean into the world building, lean into the fantasy aspect of it, the magic, the fantastical elements that would never happen in real life. And if you aren't quite sure what it is that draws people to that genre, a great place to start is how it drew you into the genre. It's probably the same thing. So it kind of makes it easy to write these. As long as you're reading the genre, as long as you like the genre you're writing in, then all you have to do when you write is escape for a little while. Exist in the world that you wish you could live in. And for just a little while, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 